Man, I love cheese. Hey guys, welcome back to Big Mood. Hola. Today, who do we have here? I feel like we've been forgetting to introduce ourselves. Oh, yeah. So let's do that again. Who do we have starting on this side? I'm Nikki. I'm Gina. And then? I'm Tiff. All right. Tiff, what did you bring for us today? Oh my gosh, I surprised everyone with this beautiful, amazing charcuterie board. Charcucci board. It was Charcucci. so beautiful and we just like dove into yeah. it before shouting so anyone it's out. It's completely wrecked right now, yes. but it looked beautiful it before. It's gorgeous. So shout outs to My Cheesy Passion. Thank you, Doreen. For we'll show a beautiful picture of what it looked yes. like before. Before, before we wrecked it. Well, I, maybe like my stories because that's the one time that we got something and it was like on my stories. Oh, okay. So you're seeing... This thing did not survive more than two seconds in this uh-uh. studio. No. You can't bring it a looks- charcuterie board to a, a, a panel of girls, yeah. right? A panel of women. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys are interested, check out My Cheesy Passion. Doreen makes amazing charcuterie boards. Whoa, I had trouble with that one. Charcuterie but in the yes. L.A. area. Charcuterie. Yes, L.A. area. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Oh, these are so good. Yeah. It's like So I have this thing where like I have to try different foods. So when I go to a restaurant, I never know what I want because I want to try everything. Yeah, yeah, me too. But this is literally just trying like 1,600 different things All at once. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. like the buffets. I do. Mm-hmm. I have to talk about this. My most favorite, favorite, favorite thing on this entire board is this weird thing in the middle. I think it's and goat it's, cheese with uh, rolled in blueberry and honey. It is. You can get it at Trader Joe's. That's what it is. So good. I used to be addicted yeah. to it. It's oh, delicious. I need it. Anyways, today's episode... I wanted to get into like a dating topic because, you know, that's the only thing that is relevant to me. I'm not married like these other bitches. Well, neither is Gina, but Gina doesn't really care um, <laughs> about men or anything right now. Uh, but for me, I, I, I've i been spending a lot of time reading stuff online and like actually taking the time to think about what I want in a relationship, where I've kind of gone wrong over the years, what I can do looking forward. I'm not actively dating anyone right now. I've deleted all of my dating apps. I'm taking a hardcore break during COVID. I feel like this is the best time to take that kind of break. Yeah. But there was an idea kind of introduced to me in all the stuff that I was reading. And it's this idea of like a high value partner versus a low value partner. And I have to say, I've never really thought about that dating like consciously like is this a high value person or is this a low value person like that seems kind of a little bit you know um well shitty you no, know because i know where you're getting at yeah. but the real definition of high value partner it really is like for you yeah like, i value for like for me like exactly. i value this part or like whatever this person's life is like it it complements my life of completely well yeah. and that's the high value part because then it's easily um misconstrued. misconstrued to be like oh you're mater- materialistic like they yeah have to be really superficial rich to, yeah superficial but no it's high value to the person yeah specific. so i wanted to get away from thinking oh high value just means that you know he has a lot of money and blah 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 and he has six-pack abs and stuff like that that's kind of like not the direction yeah that I'm trying to take unless this. Unless that's what you're looking for. I mean, for. unless that is what you value. Yeah. And I do value that, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but that's not going to necessarily get me the right partner. It's like you could be a rhombus and be a square, but you can't be a square and a rhombus, you know. What's a rhombus? What the fuck is a rhombus? <laughs> I understood that, your reference. square that's you. like crooked? Yeah. It's, yeah, well, like, yeah. like a rectangle that's crooked? I forget which one it is, it's but it's basically. God, well, Dan, this is for, are you smarter than Gio, a fifth grader? You know what? Listen, you, it's basically there's a category and a square fits in it but then like it doesn't go the other way yeah exactly it doesn't okay. necessarily this go is the too other much way. fucking math listen 
get out of here. I like math. I like math. <laughs> I like cheese. I like, I math. like cheese. <laughs> I like money and six pack. What's me? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Just like I like little things like this. Yes, little yes, yes. Tiny, oh, that is really ah, cute. Little cute. tiny strawberry. That's preserves. me. That's me. You know, <laughs> I never thought about. Uh, I never. I, I guess this is weird now because I used to think that only certain girls went after like people that have money or like looks but mm-hmm. uh and then like m- the majority were like more like me where like they go after personality but now I like as after being in the world for a while I'm like oh no like a lot of people go after like looks and and money yeah. um I I've never thought about it especially like in big cities like in LA where like Tinder like all these dating apps are like a huge thing it's like we have like 10 million people in the greater Los Angeles area and a lot of them are single and a lot of them are all in these apps and they're constantly swiping for the next upgrade and it's all just what's your job and what do you look like Mm, and so I think people aren't really taking the time to consider like anything at all it's just who's the hottest and then like who has the most money or whatever so I feel like having a discussion on like that's probably not the best way to date yeah (laughs) yeah you know it's like because I mean career could be very important I I mean obviously it's a very important factor in someone's life because let's say I want someone that can travel with me all over the place all over the world but then they're this this like really busy finance person Mm -hmm. that is constantly in meetings or whatever then that that wouldn't be high value to me right even though they make six figures or something it's not adding value to your life because you're stuck at home like they can never vacation or whatever they couldn't share your lifestyle or what like invigorates you that's true yeah that's why i think that you should always pick someone that you can be best friends with i think people overlook that a lot Mm -hmm. like and i don't know why because like you if you picture how you're gonna be spending your life with somebody like wouldn't you want to be best friends and like have them be cool to hang out with i i couldn't I can't imagine hanging out with someone that long that just doesn't well, that's, fit. Well, that's when it really does matter, though. Like, what is high value to you? Because then let's say I'm a t- the type of person that I will be the happiest if I just get left alone and I have a mansion. And, um, that sounds this, so good. This, like, <laughs> I'm down. Just be left like, alone yeah. in a mansion at this point. I'm yeah. like, that sounds amazing. And then, like, my husband is just, like, an asshole, but it's okay. I don't have to deal with him because he's not around that much. And I don't value his presence or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> No, wow. like other people could have those type of values. Yeah, that's so true. Interesting. So, yeah, I guess it's uh, to me. I mean, like, I'm not going to be a gatekeeper of what defines a relationship, yeah. but it yeah. seems unhealthy. Um, to, I'm down for yeah. the best friend thing too. Like, my best relationship ever is when he and I are best friends. Yeah, you just sit yeah. around, just do dumb shit together, and have the greatest time. Or even if you're not best friends, because that's how I operate too. But at least someone that you you guys have the same values in life like mm-hmm. the same um visions of how you want your future to be like true so i guess if you were with that really rich guy maybe that guy has to like having a wife that doesn't really want his presence around <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah there's one of my favorite um like sugar baby relationships is on the real housewives of beverly hills and it's um this lady her name's erica girardi but she goes by erica jane and she's like a total sugar baby like her husband's like 80 or 90 or something he's fuck the fucking dude is old as shit but he's rich as shit and i'm like that's kind of cool but also she does have to sleep with him so I don't know about that but that's basically that lifestyle <laughs> yeah. that you're talking about like she values money husband yeah or security. Like she values having security. a shit ton of money to do yeah. whatever she wants and he's just like this old bastard that's yeah, he's a, he seems like a sweet guy but he's just old as shit I've dated someone before who like on paper you would think that it, it checks all the boxes and it's cool 
but that's and then I realized this is not my paper. Like, these are not mm-hmm. why my so name is on top of this. paper. Yeah. Whose paper is this? <laughs> yeah. I turned it in with the wrong name. Like made good money, stable, and all that shit. But then, it, and then I realized I was like, I don't see you as like my friend. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're kind of boring. The in power a way. dynamic is really weird too, especially I, I think for girls like us too, because mm-hmm. we don't really like roll over and take shit. Yeah, exactly. So like having someone having all the money and then mm-hmm. telling you what to do. Like I think when you're young, you're like 21, you're like, oh, I, I'll be a sugar baby. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> easy. Yeah. But then if you actually try anything like that, or if you get into a relationship that's like don't like they're so dominant with money, mm-hmm. um, it's really not like good in the long yeah term. i think that's why i never went that route because i hated that when i lived with my parents my dad got to make all the rules because he paid the bills or whatever so yeah. from as young as i can remember i've always tried to make my own money because i didn't like having to ask for money or be controlled by somebody or, or if i if i ask for money now it's like i owe them a favor right. or something like or that or even just commenting on it because like in my relationship with joe um i like he would we would just be talking and he would be telling me what investments he was doing or whatever and i would be like well i don't know if i i don't know if that's a good idea or whatever and then it would just create an issue because he'd be like well it's not your place to comment you know and so i'm like all right well damn fuck that it's like, like you can't even you know, have a conversation even, yeah i'm like all right whatever your money do whatever the fuck you want with it i don't care but yeah also on the on another note though in that vein, like I do see myself moving towards like I'm getting my CPA license and like the idea of like dating someone that's also in finance or just an accountant or something like that. I mean, that does feel like it could work for me, too. Um, but I'm not sure yet because I haven't met anyone. Yeah, you like guys that could yet. do spreadsheets together yeah, all week. We it sounds like really fucking fun at your house. <laughs> we could uh, <laughs> sexy. Oh my god, you guys can do addition multiplications in bed together. What the fuck? Addition and multiplications. Yeah. All the, we could talk about the new all the PEMDAS, all the, the new PEMDAS, yeah, yeah. All the new stuff. Yeah. and stuff. And <laughs> it's so hot. I love it so much. I love yeah. Excel. No joke. I have a um, a friend couple, uh, and they've been together for a long time, and they are so compatible, and they fucking come all over spreadsheets they love <laughs> spreadsheets they and come all over oh yeah like oh, it gets them wet it gets you them go horny over to their house and you guys have like spreadsheet or a presentation oh yeah parties? they'll do that a, them? oh no 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 that's <laughs> that's our like more comedian oh. couple that they're really fun it's like a what in the pyramid scheme selling knives <laughs> shit is this <laughs> what shit. no <laughs> so uh what's it called powerpoint um so every valentine's day our friends do, our other friends are oh, separate not the I not sorry i got them confused i have seen those stories there's the PowerPoint friends, they do themed parties and everyone puts together a PowerPoint presentation on whatever subject you want. And so it ends up being really funny because everyone there is a comedian. Mm. And so it's like, <laughs> like they get really serious about the dumbest shit. And it's, it's really funny. It's fun, actually. Yeah. Yes. So I think my last one was about how um, the Illuminati created Animal Crossing to keep everyone <laughs> in a pandemic. Uh, it was like a whole conspiracy you with proof us, and evidence. You made it. A- PowerPoint presentation? Oh, yeah. Why haven't you sent Why that to me? I want to see it. Oh, you had to be part of the party. Aw. Sorry. Uh, I need to get really drunk to listen. <laughs> I'm totally down for this. And Can we do that next get, next get together? Well, yeah. I know you're going to have some sort of a picnic or a barbecue or something. Oh, yeah. Some sort of barbecue. Some sort of barbecue yeah. or something. picnic. That, you know? Here's why redheads are better. Yeah, than everyone. Anyone that has a redhead. Gene. Yo, we're actually having a big mood thing. Maybe we could do PowerPoint presentations. Oh uh, in in Gina fashion, I will be late and I will not be uh, yep. turning in anything yep. in time. Yep. So someone else is gonna okay. Someone else is gonna do it for me. To be honest, if you want to do her homework for her, <laughs> that wasn't me. I was I was on Gina's oh, okay. program too. We we didn't find out about the party till last minute. So both Steve and I did it in like thirty minutes before the, the party started. But I will have to say, I work really well under pressure. Cute. And mm. I did a pretty good PowerPoint Super presentation. <laughs> but 
no, the other couple, oh, they're yeah. a spreadsheet couple and they are just, they fit really well. Like they love making spreadsheets and that's and something budgeting. I've never found. I've yeah. never, like looking back, I'm like, I've never really fully just like fit with the person that I was dating. I feel like there was always a reason why I wanted to date them, but I it, it I never connected it to like, oh, this works for me mm, and yeah. my personality. And it's weird to now look back and be like, wait, every single person I dated, like it was never a good fit. Yeah, it's, it's so like weird. It I've almost, never dated like, like my try best to friend. Force it. Yeah. It's like when you're doing a puzzle and there's a piece that looks like it would fit and like in it but it doesn't quite fit but you want it to fit so bad yeah. so you just keep fucking I just wet it a little it. bit you just gotta wet it a little bit so it's more <laughs> oh malleable and you put some adhesives no, and glue so they never get in the way yeah hmm? wedding, wedding equals the time like the longer you are with someone eventually that's true, you're that's forcing work. it yeah yeah yes put work into yes. it <laughs> we do not want to jam things together mm -hmm. circles and squares mm -hmm. yeah so i guess what would be the first step to determining what's a high value partner to you so, um, well, obviously it's like actually knowing who you are yeah. because I think that was a big problem too. I, I, I never really sat back to think like, who am I without the influence of the people around me? What things do I actually really yeah. like? I know you can relate to that because you've kind of been steadily in a, in a relationship for a long Dude, that's time. That's why I'm, I freaking loved uh, Shan's book, Shan Boudram, Shan her yeah. book, Game of Desire. It, it literally talks about all of that. And mm -hmm. she actually gives you like worksheets so you can get to know yourself and your own preferences and what is high value to you. And she talks about that. Like That's finding great. someone that actually fits in there like a, like a puzzle piece to your life rather than the way I think, for sure me, the way I would view partners was like, oh, do they like me? Am I okay for you? Like, right. are we gonna, or like they like, have can I cater to you? Yeah. yeah. I think for me, like I, I kind of would go for the bad boys a lot. Um, or like if there was just sexual chemistry, mm. not even considering anything outside of that. It's so hard because when you get good sex, to do that. Yeah. oh my God, good sex can trap you. I was watching Love Island. She called it dick sand. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I oh, it. oh yeah. my I have God. been trapped in dick sand for 30. Okay, no, no, I didn't start dating until I was like 18. So for whatever, 33 minus 18 years, yeah. I've literally 15 been fucking math whiz over yeah, there. I can't do math you in love my math. head. I like math. <laughs> I like math. Like, and Jeez. I'm the fucking one getting my CPA license. Weird. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> not, I will not trust you with my accounts. <laughs> no, it's because we've used a calculator so much that I forgot to use right. my brain. But anyways, my dad's so, a CPA, so I've, I just ran the other way. I've <laughs> literally been in dick sand my whole life. So I'm actually really proud of myself that I'm going to get out of dick sand. You're brushing off the granules. I'm yeah. brushing off the, yes. And, and, you're, and you're getting to your actual skin and you're getting to know yourself. Yes, getting mm. to know myself. And then one thing is like, um, so there's probably like a list of qualities that are also very basic in general that I've overlooked. Like, is he generally respectful to you, to your time, to your desires and mm. needs? Because I've been in a lot of relationships where the guys... Um, they will kind of complain when I ask them to do something. They will like not be respectful of my friends or like they'll make little comments where like, because I'm always the girl that has like the dark humor, the quips or whatever, like they'll do things that are almost cutting, but then they'll be like, what? I thought you were the funny girl, you mm -hmm. know? So there's like, there's like some weird things with respect sometimes with men that I never really considered before. And I get trapped in the dick sand and I'm like, yeah, oh. and you don't want to be uncool. Yeah. Like you don't want to show like you're not cool with this type of yeah. humor. So I would think definitely like in looking for a, a higher value partner, it's like, is he actually respectful? Like the baseline shit like that I think a lot of girls are forgetting to do, you know? True. 
Um, Because that dick stand's so powerful. It is, yeah. I know. I feel spoiled because... uh, So I was in those type of relationships for a while, too. And then Steve completely 180'd all of that. And and I am so in love with him. And he fits... He's the only person that's ever, like, fit the puzzle completely Mm -hmm. that made me go, like, oh, shit, why was I forcing that other piece so long? Like, I really thought I couldn't find anything that fit you know close enough so i was like willing to settle on close enough um but yeah he fit perfectly and um and the way that he treats me when i see people not getting treated that way or not getting that level of respect i'm actually blown away now where i'm like how dare he not do this for you or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm like oh shit am i spoiled because he's like so sweet and thoughtful like i'll be upstairs editing and he'll come in and i'm like i'm busy and he'll, he's like, I'm just trying to check in if your water bottle is full enough. Aww, and he'll so refill my water bottle, then I melt, and then we then we kiss and stuff. Oh, he's such a little bitch. I, I love know. it. Aww, <laughs> Steve's such a little bitch. I, I love it. melts my heart. I'm trying to think if I've ever dated anyone that would do anything remotely close to that. And I'm maybe one guy might have a little bit, but gosh, no. It just seems so rare. I'm like... Are 90% of men fucking assholes? Well, I had someone like that, like by far, like probably the best guy I ever dated. But it all comes down to also where you guys are going in your life and what your 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 goals and values are. And that's where we differed. Everything else was fucking incredible. But then like talking about the future, he just wasn't there. So that didn't work out. Yeah, that's true. Because it doesn't it does the actions if like if it was by a guy that I wasn't that into, it doesn't matter what their actions are because I'm just not into them and by the way uh i just want to backtrack a little bit because i don't ask steve to do any of this he just does, he does. it and it's so it. it's super sweet and he did this before we were dating too when i was just a friend mm-hmm. he would do that to anyone any girl here yeah, he, he would does. make sure your drinks are refilled he's very very thoughtful but um i think that if i wasn't attracted or something was missing um because i had another boyfriend in the past who was very thoughtful like that too but i just wasn't attracted to him i couldn't put my finger on it but he would just annoy me same. i'd be like i can get my own water same. maybe is he no, more same. of like a clinger like yes like yes to where you don't you already kind of don't respect him as a man like yeah. as a as an individual yes. unit and so yes. he's just like doing extra shit and you're like oh stop and he yeah. would also i felt like he was doing things to get reciprocated instead of oh, just yeah. because he wanted to i think to. that's a huge oh, red flag i, I hate like that, that. Yeah. The nice guys right yes and then yeah. like oh they finish last right well you're not really nice if you are doing the nice thing just to get a nice thing yep. back and then mm-hmm. you hold it against them yes. when they when you don't get exactly what yeah. you want back I'm wondering if that's like where a, a part of that like MGTOW thing is coming from is guys yeah. who were trying to be nice and mm. then they fucking got burned yeah that's because their intentions were, were shady yeah, to begin yeah. with so that's that, why it didn't pan out for them yeah that's exactly what it is it's like hey I saw your bra your third, third love bra. I saw your third love bra. There's a gap in between there. There's a gap. So Do you have a gap in between are your third all bras love bra? like that? Yeah. yeah. I am well, wearing no. my third love bra. <laughs> not all, not all bras. Like, no, um, I knew what was happening, but I'm like, it's not me, guys. Oh, it's okay. me. It's me. It's Nikki, guys. I forgot. I but I, I am actually I wearing my third Tip love bra. Tip is the one bra. wearing the third love bra, so we're looking at Tip. All right. Well, I'm wearing a strap. Listen up, ladies and gents. I was nice to you. Show me your bra. Anyone with boobies out there, this bra is the best bra I have ever had. Before, I would 
go to places and, and buy a generic fitting bra thinking all bras are like that. Well, guess what? Not all bras, man. Not all bras, bra. <laughs> <laughs> you could get a, a bra that actually fits your boobies. And how you do this through Third Love is you go online, you take a little quiz about your current bra situation, current trouble areas you've been having. For me, it was always this like gap in between mm-hmm. my boob and the cup. And that I was just... my problem too. Yeah, I thought that's... That's probably just and how also, bras are. I'll also, when you wash the bras and then that gap right there, it turns, it starts to like curl out. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, what the heck? And anytime I would wash anything, I'd be like, really? Am I just wrong? I, I don't start, know how to yeah. do laundry. I started blaming myself <laughs> yeah. for these toxic ass bras. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found Third Love and they solved all of my problems. I no longer have that gap. I no longer have straps falling off. Yeah. So many people are wearing bras that don't actually fit them and they don't even know it. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't, I didn't know it. So I went on Third Love. Uh, I took their quiz. They have so many different sizes too. They have over 80 bra sizes, but know that only one that matters the only one that matters is yours um there's a perfect fit promise too so every customer has 60 days to wear it wash it put it to the test and if you don't love it you can return it and third level wash and donate it to a woman in need which is awesome um it's the most comfortable bra you ever own so third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone right now they're offering our listeners 15 percent off your first order go to thirdlove.com slash big mood now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15 percent off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash big mood for 15 percent off today use it and I got the I got the strapless and it works really good. This is my oh, cool. most favorite strapless bra I need I've ever strapless. owned in my Me entire too. life because every time I've owned a strapless bra, it always slips down. Yeah. Always. Not this one. Hell oh, yeah. Dang, that's one. awesome. Yeah. You know what else is awesome? Life. Life is awesome. Like life one. is awesome. Gina. <laughs> Gina's mouth is just hanging wide open. <laughs> she likes cheese. I like, I like, I like blueberries. Anyways, um, well, so have you guys noticed things are getting a little bit better in the world? Like we're kind of able to get back out slowly. We're able to go to restaurants a little bit, you know, keeping the whole thing um, in consideration. But like slowly we get to see our friends and family again pretty soon. Hopefully by next year, we'll actually get to see our friends and family in person. In For person. Reals. And if you start right now, by then, you can have perfectly straight teeth. With who? With Candid. <gasps> Candid uh, clear aligners, they're comfortable, removable, and totally invisible, un- unlike those horrible wire braces. Sorry if you have wire braces. They are horrible. No, they know. No. They know how horrible <laughs> they are. Uh, so <laughs> with Candid, you could transform your smile without anyone noticing. Plus, your treatment is prescribed and monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in tooth movement. With Candid, your treatment includes remote monitoring by the same orthodontist who created your plan, so you'll never have to wonder how you're doing. You'll always know. The average Candid treatment is just six months, and you'll start seeing results way before then. Start straightening your teeth today. Right now, all of our listeners can save $75 on Candid Starter Kit. Go to CandidCO.com mood and use code mood. That's CandidCO.com mood. Code Mood. Take advantage of this limited time offered. Save $75 on your starter kit. CandidCO.com slash mood with the code mood. Man, that's a lot of doll hair. $75? That's a lot. <laughs> yes, it is a lot. <laughs> I like math. I like cheese. <laughs> I like math. <laughs> so I was reading the article that Jess sent us about high value people, high value partners. And there's some in there that's like, it's so 
obvious and it makes so much sense but i like nikki said some people just forget that people should be like that to you you deserve someone good like um a low value partner is someone that would pick you up after you drank with your friends all night and drive you home but the whole time they're complaining mm-hmm. you know and well, instead high- of like wanting to to know mm-hmm. that you got home safely like oh i'm happy to make sure you got home safely exactly like come but on a, bro but a high value be like oh do you need a ride yeah absolutely i'll drive you home i'll drive your friends home too if you need to and i love people like that but some like a lot of times people just overlook these things like oh yeah but he did pick me up yeah but he was bitching the whole entire time yeah you know? yeah it's about adding value to your life rather than taking it away mm-hmm. so if someone's draining you and you're just that's obviously not. like well they make up for it with this aspect it's like well they shouldn't be having to make up for anything and i think that yeah. does come back come down to like knowing yourself because um i remember when i was single and living alone and there wasn't many times in my life that i was single but i was single for an eight month period of time and during that time i thought i was gonna be single a lot longer because i was so happy like with what i had and what i had built and i was working That's on my where career I'm getting right now i'm kind of like that right now yeah just now finally (laughs) well good just now better late than ever yeah Yeah. and um it was it's like well i don't want this to go away Mm -hmm. like i i'd rather be single forever than have someone that i have to compromise with and this be kind of that's this feeling be drained um so whoever i date next i'm not settling they have to add value to this they have to um just be something be an extra part of my life not something that's that I have to give up in order to have it's hard to know like when that's happening because I know like the the whole honeymoon phase of meeting someone new the usually also they're putting their best face on totally you're putting your best face on and also you're drunk off all of those chemicals that are coursing through your body when you meet someone that you like so go on a weekend trip as soon as possible mm. oh really yeah like go go on a trip together somewhere far away like far out of your you know city so they can murder you in another country <laughs> well as hopefully soon you as would possible. know them better than that <laughs> how soon as soon as possible I'd say a few months in like th- I'd say I would date someone for three months if I had a really good feeling about them like I really wanted to move things forward go on a trip with them then you can see if you're even compatible to cohabitate together yeah because a lot of if you don't want to you know move in and take that jump first um, a lot of times going on a trip for four days or so people's good uh, bad things that they were trying to cover they start to come out a little bit yeah. their, mm-hmm. their bad habits their annoying qualities and you can see if that's something that you can live with or they not they say that if, if you can travel together then you can be together if you can't it's a huge red flag well, because you're going yeah. through things like cohabitating and then crappy things that happen at airports would they lose their minds yeah. you yes. know so it's, it's you're put into Steve a, like, a is so cooker. annoying to travel with Why? but yes Why? internationally oh. but um well you guys make it work well now we do because that we hit that point in um well we had gone on many trips beforehand so it was fine but this was our first time traveling out of the country together mm. and Steve didn't know how to sleep on the plane and not get jet lag so he once we landed he was so jet lagged the entire trip he would just be complaining about everything and I'm like we're trying to enjoy Europe and he me and Steve are the same he's like let's go I want to go back to the hotel and he was just such an a dick I'm like I want to explore the city but it was because he was tired and jet lagged he wasn't like that at home like mm-hmm. ever and so and we had already lived together at that point and oh. I knew we were compatible so it was it threw me for a loop but I would say, you know, from the trips that we took, we're, we're on our own time. We're not like jet lagged or anything. Uh, he was he was good. It would be a good testing area. We did stay at a few hotels here. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, big, big red flags. Um, when me and Joe first got together, I think like immediately we went to Hawaii for Gio, Barton Geo's wedding. Yeah. And we were just fighting the whole time. Like I wasn't good with travel or in airplanes. I get really mad anxiety. I would never take anything for the anxiety though. So I would just be on the plane, like kind of semi having panic attacks and like super uncomfortable. Uh. I would be like, I need water. And then the stewardess couldn't come up and I would just be like, oh, I need water, I need water, I need water. Like I would kind of like just like fucking complain like constantly and it would drive him absolutely fucking bonkers. And so we'd be fighting the whole trip and the whole thing would just be totally pointless. Uh. Like it ruined the whole, th- I mean, I, I know how to travel better now. Yeah. But yeah, that was a huge It's communication, thing. I yeah. think too, because like, I think Steve is very similar to you where when he's in a different place, a place that's unfamiliar to him, he does get more scared and he's really bad with directions. Mm. He gets lost very easily. (laughs) And so if we're in another country, everything's in a different language. He's very stressed out. And I didn't really... situation with Casey. Yeah. Exactly the same. Because without fail, before every trip, almost every trip, not so much in recent years, but the beginning... Holy crap. Every single trip we would fight before the trip, during the the traveling of getting there. And then once we're there, we're like trying to settle it in and then like trying to enjoy the place. And we finally get there to a pleasant place. But the movement like before going on a trip, he's stressed out about all the things he needs to do. He's a workaholic, too. So he yeah, he's like just he gets anxious about knowing that he's going to have to turn off the work mind. And for him, he's not comfortable with that. So then every single time it'd be a gigantic old fight. But like Nikki said, it is a communication thing because, um, you know, I've been in situations where like they would get annoyed and just like, you know, why, why, why don't you know how to do this? And then I would have to instead of me getting angry, I'll be like, listen, you need to not be mean to me right now because I'm learning. This is completely new to me. You were new to something too. Uh, I'm uncomfortable in this situation right now, so I need you to understand this is why I feel this way. So it's a big communication thing. That like, is great communication. Yeah. I'm actually the mean one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually the mean one because he's You're so... like Joe. Yeah, like he's so like anxious or whatever he's doing and I didn't realize that that's what was happening yeah. with him. Mm-hmm. So then I would... And then also me, I guess I'm old-fashioned or whatever, but you know, he's the man of the relationship. Like he should know where we're going and whatever, like should know all these things. And so I would use that against him a lot. And obviously I wasn't helpful. And that's the reason why I would get into a big old fight because then I had my own ego about it. I wasn't empathetic about the fact that he was stressed out or whatever new environment. He's thinking about work, all these things. Mm -hmm. That's why now I think we've gotten a lot better when it comes to travel. Cause now I understand like, Oh, he's just tapping into that part again. I can't take it so personal. I had to be more patient. That's why I think, sorry, go ahead. I love you. I love you too. Oh my gosh. Shut up. How cute. But that's the thing with like just, and Joe like uh, I think communication would be a problem too because it depends and it's also how Joe uh, takes that information because you could have been like listen I don't want to be this way but this is why I feel this way on planes I don't want to be complaining this whole entire time I'm just really uncomfortable so please be patient with me and if Joe understood then he'll be like okay I get that and it's not an ego thing yeah she's not just bitching at me yeah. like she's this this is her own thing in her mm-hmm. head then that's good communication yeah, yeah no he know? just doesn't like to be around bad energy at all like and that's not whether, fair to whether you mean it or not yeah. he's just like oh bad energy get the fuck out yeah and I, I don't feel like that's very fair because I mean I felt like that before too but then I realized people could be going through something yeah. you know like yeah. you can't control this I remember I was going through a thing like I had like a uh kind of like a full-on like anxiety attack and my partner was just like well you know like why are you acting like this and then i had to in the middle of my anxiety attack had to explain bro 
this is from childhood. I can't control this. You need to understand this and I need help from you. And then that's when they're like, okay, they, you have to learn how Good to put job, your guard Gina. down. That was oh, yeah. great communication. <sighs> it's hard. And yeah. I've only discovered, like I've only learned how to do all this within the last like, year and a half, mm-hmm. you know? Same, same with mm-hmm. like, or a little longer. But yeah, like same yeah. with us. Like we're trying to figure out how to communicate and it's all through therapy. Yep. They actually teach you how to analyze yourself and what you're going through mm-hmm. and what led you to the point that you're at now yeah and then to clearly communicate that it's yeah. a struggle man yeah i guess communication then is another one like Huge. respect one communication number two like willingness actually to communicate though because i've dated a lot of guys where like they'll listen to like my problem or whatever my qualm is with them or or the situation but then they're not willing to really talk through it or take any blame for their part or, or anything like that it's just kind of like ugh, you know like women wah. you have to be receptive mm, yeah. like yeah. you can you can hear them but you're not necessarily listening True. Mm-hmm. you know like it's just another woman nagging at you but you have to kind of take it into consideration too and that i mean both sides has to do that yep. so i wonder if you can go from being a low value partner to a high value because a lot of this is maturity With um, growth i think yeah, yeah. or if Learning you're not to like a self-centered asshole yeah you, right you can grow out of it yeah mm-hmm. yeah because a lot of this like the way gina was able to articulate her yeah. emotions um you know a lot of us weren't raised being able to do that mm-hmm. and i think it's you know fairly this new generation it's kind of a newer thing to be able to learn how to uh add that emotional iq the eq mm-hmm. and learn how to articulate all that and i know um a lot of statistically men are it's harder for them to uh, understand their emotions too because they're taught from a young age to like kind of hide that shit mm-hmm. um so yeah it's been interesting with with steve sometimes he'll be mad or scared and he won't know why mm-hmm. and we we have to delve into it together whereas before he would just kind of shut it off like he would just be a wall and um and slowly he's opened up and I think encouraging that that opening up helps them to like understand their own emotions so that in the future when they feel that way they don't just have an outburst they they learn how to articulate and dude just last night Casey and I had a thing where he was being really like snappy with his movements very like clearly there was something going on with him and I'm like hey are you okay like Like, passive aggressive and stuff very 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 passive aggressive like slamming doors or all these things and I'm like hey, like, what's going on? Like, is there anything you want to talk about? Like, you're very clearly upset about something. Or what are you like, I'm a woman. I can understand bitch behavior. What's happening? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then so he was just like, like, and like you said, like, it's really hard to, especially for men to really try to figure it out and be like, okay, what is wrong with me? Why am I upset? Let me trace it back. And then so through that conversation, we were able to discover like, oh, he was just upset because he didn't feel productive for the day. See, like the work mind thing, he can't turn it off. But yeah, so for that reason- he was mad at himself. He was mad at himself. And and he was just like externally affecting everyone else. I did that yesterday. Oh yeah? Yeah. (laughs) Same day. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, was it yesterday? Yesterday. (laughs) Oh my God. I was so mad because, um, because I- wanted to work out I, it had been three days and I had such a good streak of working out and it had been three days of not working out because I was like really tired and fatigued and I was like oh no I don't want this to be something because if I if I don't let myself rest then I won't be able to get over it or you know whatever if if this is something I need to my body needs to rest and um it's very hard for me to rest because I need to be productive and so I'd given myself three days and I was like okay I'm gonna work out today but the kittens had all escaped from their little fencing <laughs> oh, I have a, a, what a litter great, of kittens what a, what a great problem to have right and I was like <laughs> these fucking kittens are running under the treadmill you and can't then, even say kittens mad <laughs> it's so <laughs> fucking cute kittens <laughs> ruining my life your life is a circus and I love it <laughs> it really is 
Uh, but they ran under the treadmill, and I was like, well, I don't want to bother them. Aww. They're under the treadmill. It's now they're home. And so I was like, well, I could do an at-home workout on the computer. But then it was like really hot in my office by that point because the sun comes oh, through yeah. that window. And I'm like, oh, I just can't work out today. And then I was just so mad that I didn't work out that I was just like huffing and puffing in my in my uh, bedroom. And then my other cats come over. They're like, what's wrong? And I'm like, leave me alone. I need to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> alone right now. Wow, it is really stressful in your head. <laughs> Dude, that's why I tell Casey all the time. Literally, yeah, the same words. This morning I was doing my makeup and Steve was like, wow, woman, you are juicy. I'm like, I'm not ready yet. Don't look at me. The new foster kittens are like, oh, this bitch is fucking insane. I cannot. They should have just left me in the Steve's fucking like, shelter. Please don't adopt me. Please don't adopt me. Please oh don't. Just take me back in the shelter. I'm fucking, I'm done with this bitch right now. But I'm going to run away. We have, we, I feel like we've communicated so well over the years that he reads my language like, when I say X, it's not, I'm not serious. I'm not like, fuck you for yeah. saying I'm juicy. I'm like, let me be presentable for What does juicy mean anyway? He, he just like, you got a juicy <laughs> butt? Yeah. Something? Yeah. Okay. Cause he was looking at me from behind. He likes to take um, secret pictures of my butt. Like when I've I'm, seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. <laughs> He showed me. If it's your husband, fine. If it's anyone else, that's fucking exactly. weird, bro. It was cons- consensual <laughs> secret pictures. Weird. Yeah. Okay. Consensual secret photos. Consensually, secretly yeah. taking pictures. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, no nudes is my rule, but okay. you know he can take anything but nudes. Um, but yeah, so uh, I was doing my makeup, and you know how like I was just flustered because like I wasn't feeling like my fucking hair was doing the right thing. You're feeling and, ugly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I do want to say that. it, but Don't I was. Don't tell me I'm hot when I feel ugly. Exactly. I'm like, you're a liar and you fucking or, hate liars. Like Only he... say it when I ask. <laughs> fucking like, women are crazy. But they also are. be spontaneous about it, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Be spontaneous. Like, I don't want you to have to say just whenever I ask you, because then you're just saying because I ask you. Yeah. But I want you to say it yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, it doesn't but, really but count. But not the wrong moments when I feel fat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So should True. they be like, do you feel beautiful today? <laughs> I don't know. Am I beautiful? Huh? Why do you have to ask? Why do you have to ask? Oh my God, Why? Do I not look beautiful to you? What the fuck is beautiful? Now you're saying it because I asked. It doesn't even count. How do they deal with us? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, probably by playing a a video app or a mobile app game. You need to sit down and play games and chill. Because, you know, Best Fiends got your back. That's a great way to ignore your woman when she's being crazy. Exactly. Play games. No, don't ignore her. Kill some time. Let her calm down. Because she's overreacting. She wants to be on her period. Exactly. When she wants alone time, bust out your phone and play some Best Fiends, which is a mobile puzzle game. And I really... Really, it, I, you guys know this. I love this game so much. I've been playing it for so many years now, and mm-hmm. the reason why I love this is because it's it's a unique and exciting puzzle game, unlike other games, because you end up collecting these little characters that are called fiends, and you use these fiends to crack the puzzle. And once you do, that's when you defeat the slugs. And it's super cute because they have really great graphics like I genuinely am so impressed every time I open up this app I'm like how do you guys make this look so pretty but they do and they have so many levels and also every month they have new themed challenges so you'll never get bored so Best Fiends has thousands of levels already with new levels events and characters added every month it's hours of fun right at your fingertips and you can even play offline I love that because I have other games that I try to get into and you have to ha- you have to be online in order also, to even everyone, open it Everyone's up. at home and everyone's using the same Wi-Fi so that True. shit gets bogged down. Yeah. Exactly. So that's why I absolutely love Best Veins, the fact that it's offline. So with over 100 million downloads and tons of five-star reviews, Best Fiends is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Also, now that you're home, 
Uh, now's the best time to take care of your skin. You guys know how crazy I am about my skincare. You know I wear sunscreen at home, even if I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, you're a little crazy with your I skincare. I think you should because of the screens. Yep, the screens or the mm-hmm. windows that you walk by mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I love skincare and i'm so happy we have a skincare uh sponsor me too right uh we have rory yay you already know the difference i mean the importance of taking care of your skin and everybody wants to fix a little bit of something some dullness redness fine lines or acne trying to find the right treatment can be really really frustrating but now there's a simpler smarter solution to get your skin the best it's ever been rory is a digital health clinic for women uh it's a sister brand of roman you guys remember roman our oh, other yeah. sponsor yeah yeah like roman they make it simple to connect with a healthcare professional online and see if personalized prescription skincare treatment the real shit yeah is good for you i i'm on prescription skincare too that's why <laughs> all this here i know your skin is flawless gina thank you thank you um and you can do this all from the comfort of your home which is also amazing that's my that, like rory is my thing um you don't have to wait for appointments or even wait in line at a pharmacy it gets delivered to you all you have to do is get on your phone or your computer and complete a free online consultation and you'll be and then you'll hear back from a healthcare professional within 24 hours. If it's appropriate, they'll prescribe you a personalized skincare treatment plan that works just for you and your skin because not everyone is the same. Um, you don't have to go to the pharmacy. You get it delivered right to your door with two-day shipping. And you can also follow up with your healthcare professional with questions like, does this product I have clash with this? And make sure they have the right things for you. Now, for our viewers, if you go to hellorory.com slash bigmood, you can try out the nightly defense for just $5. It's free to chat. What? $5? Yeah, five doll hairs. What? Yeah. Um, it's free to chat with a healthcare professional. And your first order is just five doll hairs. That's Hello Rory. R-O-R-Y dot com slash big mood eligibility requirements and additional terms apply get it now and also make sure you wear some sunscreen if you guys want some good skin and you guys refuse to wear sunscreen I don't know what to tell you your skin's gonna suck (laughs) yeah just look at me and you'll figure out how you're gonna I wish I had started sooner same. Same. Everyone so always sunspots. says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they said that you should start as soon as like 19, 18, 19. Yeah, years old. probably like child. ten. Mm-hmm, it's right? like working out. Like um, your bones are naturally going to deteriorate as you get uh, older, but you can do the best you can to protect, like slow the deterioration True. down. They're going to deteriorate no matter what, though. So yeah. just slow the process down. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I'm a, I'm a sunscreen like fiend, right? Yeah. Same. Like, I, no, like not just with me. Like with Casey and Isaac, I'm like, mm-hmm. did you put your sunscreen on? Make sure right. you put your. Sun- I literally left it you're in like front the of, mom with yep. the sunscreen now yeah. like, they'll thank you later like i actually yeah. feel uncomfortable during the day if i don't have sunscreen on mm. like walking through my house like it, you're it's missing the first something. thing i do in the morning yeah i wish my mom was harder on us when i was younger because everything was just like optional you know yeah. and my mom got skin cancer Ooh. and sh- but she's white and so she was just like you're brown you got enough melanin and nope. you well, like Bob he- marley died of skin cancer oh my god i'm pretty sure wait really you can fact check me but Fuck. i think he had melanoma Whoa. Everyone, oh, like so that whole like you're brown thing doesn't really stick. yeah and obviously like i got this huge like um sunspot that keeps growing every year and i've gone oh. to the dermatologist yeah that's not cancer at all. no it's not cancer yeah, but cute. you have like Thanks. a little comma 
Yeah. Steve calls it his kiss target. That's How cute. cute. God, you guys are He's so whack. Such so a sweetie. What a dick, right? Fucking loser. What a high value asshole. God, yeah. Bitch. Huh. But I think that, you know, him being high value made me more high value. You know, it's like you're, you're constantly, True. we're kind of going back and forth with each other. Yeah. And that's how the communication goes better. It's like a cycle it upwards better. instead yeah. of a cycle downwards. Exactly. Yep. Like you're not trying to get back at somebody. It's yeah. like, how can I be better for them? Like, oh, he did this for me. He's always thinking about me during the day. How can I think about him during the day? And mm-hmm. you just kind of want to reciprocate and yeah. you want to grow together. And I think that's the most important thing in that it, you know, reading uh, some of the articles, uh, I was like, it's not just a gender thing. You know, I think that um, both gender, it, you can't just blame men or blame blame women. A lot mm-hmm. of it is just growth um, and understanding what behaviors you have in yourself that mm-hmm. are toxic and how you can maybe communicate stuff better, you know. And like you were saying about the anxiety attacks, the first time I had a panic attack in front of Steve, he was like yelling at me. He was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What are you doing? What the fuck? And, and I was like, oh, stop. I can't. Don't yell yeah. at me. Like, You're no. making it worse. It. Yeah. And I had to try to explain while having a panic attack that I just needed him to hold me and like yeah. hug me as, as tightly as possible. Right. But yeah, it was it's it's that communication because then the next time I had one, he knew exactly what to do right away. Mm-hmm. And if it was just a person that that's like, I don't give a fuck about what you need, like yeah. this freaks me out and I'm going to yell every time, then you know that that's probably that's not, not a person for you. Yeah. For sure. Because yeah. even the other way around, like if you were having a panic attack and he was yelling at you and you internalize all of that and you never express the fact that you are having a panic attack and what you need and then you you use the fact that he doesn't know what you need against him. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's like, true. That you're never gonna get anywhere at all. Ever. Yeah, you're literally I, gonna be stuck in the same spot, and and it's gonna be a downworld. Down both parties have to want to be on the same right. team. Yeah, yeah. I th- one thing that I realized was, um, you know, you never really know when when's the age that you're actually an adult, and and you never really know. Like when you're 25, you think, oh, I'm an adult now. But I think for me, I I don't really feel like, oh, I'm actually an adult until. Until I was able to be like, oh, I'm not always the victim and it's not always like, you know, um, I'm the person in the right for every argument. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I have all of these bad habits. I do all of this stuff. And additionally, I do have, you know, some of these mental health issues like anxiety and generalized depression. So it's like once I stopped feeling like, oh, this person's just always doing this to me but then like your partner has to be able to do that too so it's like what am I doing wrong yeah Yeah. and when you're any age if you haven't gotten to the place where you can say this is what I do wrong then you're still not mature enough to really even be in a relationship and I I established that in the beginning of my relationships now where it's like hey listen like when you're in a relationship I don't know where you are maturity wise but you will never I will never we will never um, do petty things against each other you can go and do petty fucking passive aggressive shit to other people but you're not going to do that to me and i'm not going to do that to you because we're partners you know Mm -hmm. some days i'm going to make you angry and you're going to want to be like "Mm, i'm going to do this to get back at her but don't do that because i'm not going to do that to you either and i will make that conscious decision to not do that because you should be partners Mm -hmm. and you shouldn't be trying to get back at each other like oh well she get she got me angry so i'm gonna do this and that's really unhealthy it It builds like resentment many people become enemies yeah like their partner's their biggest enemy i did want to exactly what it was because i think for for at least in my relationship that was that was was the main thing was the fact that we always viewed each other as enemies because that i mean that thing that i just said was really what was happening where casey didn't know how to express his emotions and i'd be frustrated and i would like try to like force it out of him but you can't do that either because i wasn't very nurturing about it either so that whole situation 
was not good. It ends up being like two enemies against each other and then yeah. it just, it's not a no good. No one wins the war. No yeah. one wins mm -mm. ever. And then not until we went to therapy <coughs> and like deciding like, hey, we need to make a decision, same team. And then whenever we get into arguments and stuff, we try to tell ourselves like in our head, like even out loud, like same team, same team, remember? Uh, yeah. Like we're not, good. we're yeah. not against each other. Like, yes, we're upset about this thing, but we don't have to take it out on each other. Mm -hmm. We're still working on it, but at least we're getting like, Yeah, that's better. huge progress. <laughs> so right. it's like shit, because man, yeah, we, and then it's crazy because I didn't realize that that's the position that we ended up being in. The you're my enemy and I need to get back at you that position. That slowly happens over years yeah. and then you're like seven years into it yep. and you're like this whole time we've just been in a long battle. Exactly. Yeah, I feel uh, the way that I communicated to Steve the best was well, I didn't want that to ever happen in our relationship and it had happened in previous relationships. So anytime I felt like there was a hint of resentment building, I just voiced it right away. I was like, hey, you're doing this and it's very minor and I, I don't want to cause an argument about it or a fight about it, but it makes me feel like this and I feel myself building resentment for you. And he would be like, oh no, like I don't want any resentment to happen. Let's talk it out. Let's let's work through this and figure out what we need to do. Most people would never butt. say that. Like yeah. they'll just hold on to it, carry it, fucking yeah. let it build. No you don't one says be, that. Yeah. You don't like you don't want to be petty or right. sometimes you kind of you minimize your own thing. Yeah. And so you're like, well, I don't want to be that girl that starts an argument that nags over everything. So I'll just hold it in. And then it builds up over time. And then you wonder why you're not attracted to your partner anymore or why like you look at them and you just get angry. And uh and so yeah, I just learned how to like voice that right away because I loved him so much. I felt like we connected so much. I was like, I don't want to lose this. Yeah. So anytime I feel a hint of that building, I want to give you, it's basically giving them the option to make it, make things better. Yeah. And if they don't want to take that opportunity to work with you and be on the same team, if they're going to be like, yo, you're going to hold, you're building resentment. Well, fuck you. Like good or whatever. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Like if they're doing something toxic, like, just, back, you don't like it too bad, too bad. Yeah. yeah. Then then you know, like this right. isn't worth investing more time True. into. Mm -hmm. I did want to touch on something that might be a little bit controversial. I don't know, but um, Ooh, like we were kind of reading. No, I mean, not really. <laughs> but as far as like financial stability or responsibility, like how much do you guys think that plays into kind of a quality partner? And I because I know we touched on saying like, oh, you don't have to like just look for a man or woman that's rich. Right. Mm -hmm. But like what how how much does that play into someone being ready for a relationship or worthy of a relationship or like how do you guys feel about that uh i say it plays a pretty good part in my relationship simply because like before when you're young you're like no love is all that matters money doesn't matter we can live in a cardboard box and be in love and we're happy and then you grow up and you realize oh shit like bills like and and houses and all this stuff and like what if we have kids how we're we gonna feed these fucking idiots you know like <laughs> like it becomes like this big thing where it's and it's it's for me it's like, like i don't need you to be rich but i need you to be financially responsible um and i don't like not one person should carry the whole burden of your finances unless that's your relationship and you yeah. like that some men or even some women or whatever love being the the breadwinner, the yeah. provider. That's what makes them feel strong. And there are significant others like, you know what? I'm okay with that. I can be the homemaker. But for me, I realized as I grew older, I don't want to deal with, um, yeah, I can't really afford to do that right now. Or like, because I want to I want to spread my ring, wings and travel the world and stuff. And I don't want to deal with, yeah, I, I can't do that. Or like, I can't do this or whatever, yeah. you know? And that, I, I would feel like if I couldn't go because my partner couldn't 
that would build a little bit of resentment oh, too. Yeah. You know, like, where are you? Like, get your life together. Let's do this together. Let's grow. Let's, you know, I have these things that make me happy and I know you want to come with me. So let's do that. Why don't you just be a sugar mama then? I, I could do that, but I can't do that forever. You know, yeah. that's not my dynamic that I want. Yeah. I mean, like, when, attractive. yeah, like when I'm in a relationship, I'm a huge giver, but like, there's also, I'm not going to complete, I can't burn myself out too, you know? True. So it has to be someone that is also able is it's capable is what it is i need a capable person yeah i think responsible is responsible. The, the word for yeah. for me where like you don't have to be wealthy or mm-hmm. rich or anything but um being able to pay your bills on time being able to not just blow money like uh, have impulse control yeah. like that kind of stuff i and also having the same goals like we both want to go out to a dinner yeah. we both want to go on a vacation so we're going to have the same financial goals in mind um to be able to to have the lifestyle that we want mm-hmm. um i've definitely like been like most of my relationships i made more money than my boyfriend uh when i met steve i mean steve and i pretty much trade off years like i'll right. make more money one year he makes more yeah, money as the a next writer year. he has like a really like volatile income. yeah it's like a he lot makes one year, all of his money another. in like lump huge yeah. lump sums mm-hmm. and then the next year maybe not as much and then the next year huge lump sums yeah mm-hmm. whereas mine's more monster. steady <laughs> on monster energy <laughs> drinks yeah and kidney stones <laughs> bills. yeah kidney stone bills, <laughs> <Doctor> bills. <laughs> and we have to just agree on where our finances are being spent yeah. you know i i read that um the number one cause of divorce is financial issues yeah so that's why i'm like i i don't want to just like tap dance around the issue no, of money yeah. because it's like it's definitely important sure, it's it actually important. money has caused issues in in pretty much some of my well not all of them because some of them i was too young and it wasn't even right you know related but like even say like with joe like say he had money we weren't poor but it the the money was still causing a problem in some way or another and it's just like it's just uh, and now i'm like i'm not gonna fucking get into a situation where money's gonna be an issue Mm -hmm. whether it's like you have more than me and you're holding it over me or like i have too much and and you feel insecure or you know so like i that's something that i'm i'm a little bit nervous about dating i'm like well how am i gonna balance like i don't want to date a hedge fund manager who's gonna be a total fucking asshole right but then also i don't want to date someone who's broke so that's tricky I, yeah. I had that discussion like pretty like once I start feeling like oh this can go somewhere serious um, we, we would have that discussion because I realized how important it is and it's also the funny thing is what came up is how you spend your money you know like uh, like what are you doing paying $500 for a t-shirt like yeah we can afford it but why are you doing that and then I realized that like someone future goals are not aligned yeah, in that exactly. case so that's when I realized like I like someone who spends their money wisely mm-hmm. like sometimes we can splurge a little bit but still like we still look for deals <laughs> yeah, we still look for deals yeah, i mean you have like the cheapest living situation in la mm-hmm. because you have roommates and you pay like nothing mm-hmm. but yeah. you can afford way more than you pay for smart yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. Smart. gina's over here stacking cash quietly that's a smart way to do it <laughs> yeah i guess for me and casey we end up working in the financial department because for him uh actually for both of us we don't necessarily fixate on it We're, we we kind of live at least for me i live in a life of like i abundance i got it mm-hmm. there's no worry it's okay not that i'm blind I to have my to finances. stop myself from that 
but I get what you mean. No, but like I'm not completely blind to my finances either where I know where we're at. I know what we can afford. Also, Casey and I are not huge materialistic people. We only buy what we need. And yeah. It's like. Yeah, I feel like you guys could have bought a way bigger house. Oh, fuck yeah, we could have. <laughs> you guys sure. bought a pretty modest house yeah, for like YouTubers. Because <laughs> we didn't yeah. want, we we just, we don't need it. We, we don't fiend it. We don't need to have like crazy elaborate stuff i mean most people would look at me and say well you're driving a tesla what the fuck you don't need a tesla but it's like well it was important for me and like my mental and like stay and like feeling like whatever i don't have to justify it yeah the point for is you that we're not we're not very materialistic and we we handle ourselves well in our relationship because that was a, that was actually something that i was getting worried about when we were looking into buying a house because casey he never looks at our our finances and he lives in a life of like, oh, we, we just can't afford that. We we can't, like we shouldn't, we probably shouldn't spend. That's mainly what how he approaches That's finances. That's weird too because he came from like a gated community in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, so he... he and he's like, very, oh, we can't afford it. Well, it's not, okay, I guess I said it wrong. It's not okay. necessarily that we can't afford it. For him, it's like, we don't need to spend that much on that. We can we can just buy something, whatever it is. Mm. The that's point how is, my, my wealthy friends are too. Like you stay wealthy by not just spending frivolously. Yeah. They yeah. still look for deals and stuff. They're still using yeah, coupons I mean, even course, though they're rich but, as shit. But for him to feel like, oh, I don't know, like to be worried kind of like that. I don't normally see and people that come from money have a, a worry kind it's of because feeling. because he didn't, act, like he wouldn't actually look at our finances. Oh, okay. And that's why he was He had no idea. Because he just didn't even have the full picture. So then I'd be there like, it's okay. Yeah. I've seen mm. our finances. Yeah. We're good. We totally couldn't afford this. You're going to love it. It's okay. And we're going to get this house. And we got it. And he's happy. And everything's great. But that's kind of like how we, we end up approaching our finances, though. It's where he's coming from a, a state of like, I don't really see the full picture, but I'm just going to pretend that we don't really have it. So we don't really need to spend it. And then for me, it's like, oh, this is this is going to make our lives easier. Let's go for it. And then we can afford it. And we're not going over. We're not getting. What's the word? When you, you get being, more than what you need. Oh, yeah. Overspending. Oh, um, or I guess. No, no, indulgent. I, uh, that one. Like we're not yeah, being indulgent. indulgent I guess. Overly indulgent. Yeah. yeah. Overly yeah. indulgent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, we operate really similarly too. Uh, it was the same thing too because I, I run the finances in our relationship. Um, and when we were buying a house, Steve was like, I don't know if we can afford it. And I was like, no, we're okay. Yeah. I think it's smart to, because I, I like the abundance thing too. That mm -hmm. I mostly operate in that, but only when I have a plan in place. So yeah. if I have a plan in place and like, okay, all our bases are covered, my basic needs are being met, then this extra spending money we can put towards investing, which we, we both thrive off of that. Mm -hmm. And then maybe like we'll splurge here and there. And we both like the same things. We like to spend money on vacations, yeah, same. like, mm -hmm. yeah, quality time together, mm -hmm. uh, experiences, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff, uh, rather than like having a ball and ass car or like, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. um, which is like if we were in, if Steve was into cars, then that could be his Mm -hmm. uh, you know mm -hmm. splurge but um yeah we both tend to like the same thing so mm -hmm. it makes it a lot easier that's true so then that's where it like back to the whole like finding a high value partner or whatever it's like adding the value to your life not something that actually fits. it's not just adding money to your life but yeah, yeah. You know? like we're working together towards a goal yeah. and it feels like we both earned it like at yeah. the when we're at the end of the day, when we're at on the beach somewhere in a vacation spot, we both feel like we contributed to that vacation. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. That is not saying, though, that I am 
opposed to someone who just wants to pay all my bills. <laughs> I'm just same, you know. You know <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're down you for know. that dynamic, not the other way around. Yeah, uh, like you paying other person. If I was stupid, fucking ri- well, no, because I like the whole like. It's mm, just the priority thing. You're, you're yeah. baby though. I am baby. So yeah. like, love comes yeah. first, and or like and then uh, comes marriage, and then comes marriage. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love I comes first, money comes second. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, look at so what Gabby wrote on the fucking. And I'm not gonna say that out loud. I'm gonna say it out loud. And you know, I feel like a good match for you just would be someone that's like funny super yeah, funny dry, dry humor dry humor you know and you know I will like you find them, vintage if you find them let me know for some reason the name, the name the name Kasim G is Kasim <laughs> G oh does anybody know who Kasim G is out you there because I feel You're like me blush. this right here is hey Kasim hey if you want any the information <laughs> if you want any information hit me up bro like I, I think I got a few nudes in there somewhere oh my god <laughs> and on that note <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching or listening, everybody that's listening. Um, Make yourself a high-valued person because do it for yourself. Exactly. Not for Basically, you attract what you are. You attract what you are. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Yeah. Louder for the people in the back. So I used Mango to attract the, nothing but trash. So I was nothing but trash. But now <laughs> yeah. I am a high-valued woman. There we woman. go. Okay. Yeah. Make a list of all the things that you like in a person that you want to date that's a perfect person and make yourself Be that, that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Be the change you wish to see in the world. <laughs> I just made that up. Just Start with the, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. That was beautiful. You know, like, give us five stars. We love you. Bye. 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 <laughs>